Yo, what is going on, baby? Nathan Kennedy, TNMP, episode 46, how to get an 800 plus credit score that could save you thousands throughout your life. Hoping you guys are having a fantastic weekend. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I would love if you could leave a little bit of a review. You already know what it is. Uh, Really quick, I think I'm going to retire the new money mailbag for a little while and just answer your questions directly on Instagram, Facebook, email, wherever, however you guys get at me. Um, But I will share some in the future if you know if it's something I want to share to everyone. Uh, so today what I want to talk about is how to get that pristine credit score so you can get the best rates on your mortgage someday, lines of credit, business loans, and anything really to put yourself in the best financial position as possible if you need a loan someday, which almost all of us will. So let's just dive on into it, baby. Okay, so the third episode of the podcast is a more overall look at credit, and I cover credit scores as well. I really think if you haven't listened to that episode, you should 100 million percent go check that out, get a firm understanding of credit, and then come back here and to go over all this nitty gritty stuff. I really wanted to dig into this today uh, so you guys could pretty much know everything you need to know about credit scores. Also, on episodes like these, I always want to say don't worry about your credit if you have like cash flow issues you shouldn't be worrying about that you should be getting you know your budgeting and your money right despite what some conventional wisdom might have you believe your credit is not your top priority your first priority for finance should be having food and shelter for yourself and to provide for the people around you and the second is to be making sure your cash flow is good paying down debt saving for your retirement which will likely help your credit score out anyway only then is when you should worry about maximizing your credit. And again, you'll find that once your money is together, your credit score tends to take care of itself. But let's just get into it. So what is a credit score? A credit score is a number between 300 and 850 to 900, depending on if you're in the States or Canada, that depicts a consumer's creditworthiness. The higher the score, the better a borrower looks to potential lenders. A credit score is based on your credit history, which is the number of open accounts, total levels of debt, and repayment history, as well as some other factors that we'll talk about later in this episode. Lenders use credit scores to evaluate the probability that an individual will repay their loans in a timely manner. And you're not just gonna run off like a bandit. (laughs) If you have a cell phone in your name, a credit card, any type of insurance, any really any kind of debt, you have a credit score. And I'm willing to bet nearly everybody listening to this has at least some form of credit. Okay, so why the hell does it matter? Well, you've probably heard of some conflicting shit on this topic like, oh, get this credit card to build your credit or oh, carry a balance to build your credit, which is 100% wrong. You should never carry a balance on your credit card. Don't ever do that. Pay it off in full. But again, in episode three, I cover that more. So go check that out. I'm plugging again. I don't give a shit. So, yes, if you've heard these sort of wives tales, I want to kind of set the story straight. Credit scores matter. They're important. However, it's not the end of the world if you don't have a great score as you can build it up. If you don't have any kind of credit and want to keep it that way, 100% can do that. Life's just going to be pretty cumbersome, pain in the ass, annoying, whatever you want to call it. But that's at the end of the day, that's your choice and you definitely could do it. It'd just be hard as fuck. (laughs) Uh, The reason your credit score is important is because you are probably going to borrow in your life at some capacity. You just are. Some people believe that they'd rather not have any type of debt, not even a mortgage. Totally fine. Like that's up to them. 
I don't see why, but again, that's up to them. For you guys, you're probably not gonna be able to buy a house in full without a mortgage loan, which is where a credit score could make the difference of tens of thousands of dollars. At the end of the episode, I'm gonna show an example of if you do the things we covered today, like it's fucking unbelievable how much money you'll be saving. It's astonishing. So how do credit scores work? Well, let's start with who decides and calculates this shit. Like, how do these people even know? I didn't sign up for any of this. <laughs> I mean, um, like, who, who's in charge of this? Well, who grades you are these institutions called credit bureaus. Credit bureaus function as databases of information that collect information about you, which sounds fucking scary, but they do it to everyone. So, I mean, I kind of, we kind of just have to accept <laughs> that. After collecting it, they use that information to create a credit score, which most lenders use as criteria for approving a line of credit. The raw data before it's used to create a credit score is known as your credit reports, which you can actually get once a year for free. Your credit reports show what credit bureaus know about you and you're allowed again to get into the nitty gritty and like there's no, there's nothing here that like they're hiding from you. They show you everything in these reports. The three major bureaus are Equifax, TransUnion and Experian and you might be wondering, wait a minute, if there's three credit bureaus, will I have three different scores? Uh, like kind of, you know, how it works is different lenders like banks may use different bureaus to look up information for you. So like, I don't know, CIBC might use Equifax, TD might use um, uh, TransUnion, it, it varies, right? But it's pretty much impossible to have a great score with one and a bad with another. They, they more or less have the same information on you. And so your score is gonna be plus or minus 10 uh, within each other. So don't think that you're gonna have a fucking amazing score in one area and like it's, it, it doesn't work like that. So the credit scoring model basically is a computer program and it's designed by this company called FICO. Uh, your bank will decide what scores are acceptable to them, making the ultimate decision yes or no if they want to lend to you. And using the data it gets from the bureau, it makes that decision. The credit bureaus don't make that decision. They just gather and sell data and it's ultimately up to the banks. Cool, okay, so you still with me? Might be a little bit boring. It's important shit, for real. So now you know that your credit score is pretty much a rating that one company compiles on you based on your past and reports that to the lender that's trying to look you up. Great, cool. So you probably want that to be as good as possible, right? And it really isn't too hard. So let's talk about how your credit score is generally calculated next. Okay, so let's get into how your credit score is calculated and how to optimize for it. So here are the general ratings of a credit score. If you have a credit score between 300 and 579, you're considered to have a poor credit rating. Credit applicants may be required to actually pay up front, put a deposit down, or you might not even get approved at all. So we definitely don't want that. If you have a score between 580 and 669, this is considered fair and applicants with this score in this range are considered, you know, subprime borrowers. Like, you know, they, they could probably get a loan, it's just gonna be shitty fucking terms. That's, that's basically what that means. If you have a score between 670 and 739, I know it's very particular. It's like, what, what the fuck's with these numbers? This is how it is. <laughs> uh, so 670 and 739, you consider to have good credit and you know, only 8% on average of these applicants are actually gonna default. So, you know, you're probably gonna get some decent terms. 740 to 799, now you're cooking with gas. Um, this is a very good credit score and these applicants are likely to get much better rates. And if you're between eight 
an 850 or 900, you're considered to have exceptional credit and applicants with the scores in this range are at the top of the list with the best terms from the best lenders, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so for me, I'll be 100% honest with y'all. I have a credit score of 811, which is pretty solid. I also built it up relatively quickly as I used to max my credit card out for months when I was in early years of university. So my credit score used to be shit, like within, you know, five years ago. Uh, when I made changes to handle my money right though, everything turned around and, and so did my credit. I never deliberately tried to quote unquote build my credit. I believe it went from like the high fives, um, low sixes, and, and now it's in, in you know, 811 uh, over the past three to four years. Um, it wasn't crazy difficult. I really, again, just took care of my money and, and the rest kind of happened. So let's look at how you could actually get that type of score, 800, whatever you want um, to get those good terms, which is pretty much the only reason you're listening to this episode. Okay, so out of 100%, here is the breakdown of what goes into your credit score. So the number one consideration, payment history. This is about 35%. Uh, the lion's share here, but it ain't everything. A lot of people think that it's just how, you know, if you pay your stuff on time, there's more to it. But this is the biggest part. So pay your shit on time. It's so crucial. Don't mess this up. Seriously, like get ahead of it. Automate your bills to come out. Just, just please don't be late and pay late fees and mess your credit score up because it's extremely straightforward. You know, it's preventable and it's the biggest thing that goes in your credit score. You can control it. Just please. You, I mean, you can control most of the stuff, but this especially. So just pay on time. The second consideration is amount owed, which is about 30%. You ready? You can owe too much or you can actually owe too little. A rule of thumb here, never use more than 30% of your credit limit. For example, you know, if your credit limit on your credit cards, a thousand bucks, don't spend more than 300 in a month. If it's 2000, 600, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but try to get at least something with, um, you know, the credit card, like a, like a coffee or a little small bullshit purchase, whatever, just keep to keep it alive. Um, you know, if you don't use it at all, you'll have zero utilization, which isn't bad it's not really gonna hurt you that much but it's not as good as if you at least have something on it right so the biggest thing here don't overutilize your credit card so the third consideration is your length of credit history which is about 15 percent this is how long you've been a borrower and it matters but i mean you can't really control you can't you know distort time right so as you have a longer base you're gonna establish your credit more and more the fourth is the type of credit, 10% here. Uh, you know, having a variety is better. That's not really that big a deal here. Don't don't go out and get um, credit just to build your credit, different types of credit just to build your credit. We'll talk about that in a bit. And the last consideration is searching for new credit, which is again, 10%. So not a good sign if you're looking all over the place for new loans and you're just constantly getting looked up, right? When someone looks up your credit, it may be harmless on things like Credit Karma, which is where you're just checking your score. And this is what's known as a soft hit. When you're looking to get legit loan products and you know, like phones, insurance, mortgage loans, you know, business loan, line of credit, all that kind of stuff, you're gonna have what's known as a hard hit. Um, and you'll actually take a hit on your credit, a few points. Uh, you'll eventually bounce back from that. Um, so it's not that big a deal, but yeah, don't be running around looking up, you know, all kinds of shit because it, it does hit your credit, it does affect it, right? So all of that adds up to 100%. Okay, so let's go over that example that I mentioned earlier that we would go over um, to show how important having good credit is. The difference between a 625 credit score and a 750 score could add a half percent to the rate you pay for a loan. Uh, let's take mortgage loans, for example. 
So the difference between a 625 credit score and a 750 score could add a half percent to the rate you will pay for your loan. For context, this is about an average credit score for 650 versus a pretty good score at 750. This is not too pronounced of a difference. So, you know, we're talking half a percent. How bad could that be, right? Well, a 750 credit score could qualify you for a 200,000 30-year mortgage at a rate of 3.625. Very particular. Uh, that'll translate to a monthly payment of 912, $912. With a credit score of 625, your rate would probably be around 4.125 uh, for a mortgage of the same size and term. Now, obviously, these rates are you know subject to interest rates with the Fed and all that kind of stuff, but this, these are just examples, right? So um, we're talking generally half a percent difference for a mortgage of the same size and term. This would result in a monthly payment of 969. So, you know, we're only talking 57 bucks a month in difference. But if you multiply that by the term 360 months, you'll be paying an extra 20 grand over the life of the loan. And that's about the price of a modest brand new car at today's prices. And this example is not that extreme. Like imagine if you had excellent credit versus average credit, maybe you'd save a percent or 2%, which would equate to double or quadruple that number and uh, how much extra interest you'd be paying. So it's important to have a firm grasp of this stuff and, and what it means for you. But again, at the end of the day, handle your money, pay your shit on time, don't overutilize your card, and your credit will just build itself. So for this segment, guys, really quick, I just want to leave you with a couple uh, notes here, uh, odds and ends, things like that. Number one, never get overdraft protection. So overdraft protection is when you overspend your checking account and the banks cover you with some form of protection. It's basically like credit. Um, you don't need this. Um, it's, it's negatively affecting your credit score. If you do need this, then you got to work on your cash flow and your budgeting and make sure you got some money in the bank. And then once you're able to get rid of it, right, it's, you, do, you don't need it. So just get rid of it. If you have it, get rid of it. Right. Uh, another thing, only get into debt if you benefit from it and it makes you more well off. So never co-sign because you have great credit. Right. Um, that happens in some situations with family members, things like that, where, you know, one person in the family has great credit. So we'll just funnel everything through them. Um, that typically ends bad right? <laughs> because if you think about it logically, if somebody has terrible credit and they're going to you for good credit, why would they have great credit with you to pay you back? right? You're going to end up fronting that. And so it's just not a good path to go down. Um, you know, I, I'm not a family therapist or anything like that, but just don't co-sign things unless, you know, there you would invest in them yourself, right? Third, if you're currently in consumer debt with credit cards, et cetera, and you're paying it down, then just keep doing that. Um, and your credit, again, will slowly build over time uh, to the point where you'll be able to pay everything off in full. And, and for your student loans, uh, same sort of deal. Just pay them on time. Make extra payments if that's a goal of yours, whatever. Um, that's more than enough to make sure your credit will be OK. Just make sure you pay what they want you to pay on time. If you want to pay more, pay more. Um, but just make sure you're absolutely consistent. You never miss it. You're not late, anything like that. And again, automation is a big thing for this. Just making sure it's pulled from your account, making sure there's cash in your account for them to pull from, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, another thing, if you already have been doing the things that we've covered today and you've never checked your credit, 
go check your credit. Uh, you probably have a great score without even knowing it, right? Um, you know, you can check your credit score on banking apps these days. A lot of the banking apps have add-ons now, or you could go to websites like Credit Karma for free. Again, soft hits, so don't worry. They just look it up and they just kind of show you. Uh, another great thing to check uh, these credit scores and, and you know, different reports that you can get from like Equifax, those bureaus and things, is identity theft, right? That That's, that's a very serious thing. Um, it happens to people you know. You probably know somebody that was victim to identity theft. Um, and, you know, going to these reports and seeing who's, you know, these inqu inquiries and seeing who's been kind of dinging you on your account, you can be like, who the fuck? I never like cell phone bill virgin mobile like what, what's going on right <laughs> so you can you can uh, track that down make sure you're on top of that and definitely prevent something because people literally lose their whole lives to that shit so i'm not trying to scare you guys um it's definitely something that you should look into doing and the last sort of thing i want to leave you guys with with this segment don't ever 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 take out a loan to quote unquote build your credit that's absolute horseshit. If you have a credit card and a cell phone, you have more than enough lines of credit uh, to establish a solid score in the years coming up, right? If you do the things we talked about, you're legit on your way to 800 plus. Like I'm telling you, like having that kind of score is just doing what they tell you. That's it. Like you do everything, you pay on time, you don't overutilize, you're, you're on your way to the top. Like at the end of the day, credit is really just risk, right? How likely are you to pay back what you're taking out? And if you always pay back, then they're gonna wanna loan to you because they're gonna get that interest off you, et cetera, et cetera, right? So it's a different sort of thing, but that's all credit is. It's just risk profile. So you're not gonna invest in people with high risk and these banks are gonna you know, give it to you if you're, if you're low risk, right? Because it's easy money for them, right? So don't take out money just to build your credit. It'll come to you if you just do what you're supposed to do. Okay, my friends, so that is pretty much it. Let's just quickly summarize everything we went over today. Pay your credit card off in full on time. Don't, you know, pay late. Avoid those fees. Don't go around, look for new loans, million credit cards, all this silly stuff, and you're gonna come on top, right? 100%. Um, second, take care of your foundational finances and planning before you worry about how to get the best credit score. Um, they, yeah, again, these things are important, they matter, um, but it's not the biggest thing to you, right? Get your money right, pay down your debt, figure out your plan, uh, the credit stuff will come, right? You just, just get that stuff right first. Um, third, a fantastic credit score will literally come to you if you just do what you're supposed to do. It doesn't really take extra effort. Just do the shit on time and in full if possible. It does this sound repetitive? hundred fucking percent it sounds repetitive because that's what we need to do, right? So that's it for me, my friends. Thank you as always for sticking through to the end if you're hearing my voice. Uh, you guys are the best and make me want to get the show better and better each time. Um, shout out to Christian Perry. I'm recording in his studio right now. I'm going to be sticking with him for the next little bit or long bit, depending on how good he is. I'm looking at him right now. You guys can't see that, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, let me know if you guys like the quality, you know, setup of the show, if you notice it, whatever, uh, I'd love to hear from you. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, but for now I'm out this mother. Peace. <laughs>